punters and dribblers, mums and daddies. Podcast today brought to you by Good Day. Mm, correct. The greatest multivitamin of all time. Yep. Of all time. It is back in stock in a big, 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 big way. Pun on the dribbler, no, that's flying like hotcakes. It is flying. And the only reason that I can come up with as to why it's flying is because it works. Good news travels fast. It works. It's blowing the socks off people. Yeah. It's blowing the knickers off people, the singlets off people. Have you got a review for us? You want me to get a review? Oh, mate, I love to hear the reviews. You like our reviews, don't you? Mate, the reviews are good. I mean, like, you know, of course we're going to talk up our own product. I get that. But obviously we're doing it genuinely and sincerely. But I like to hear from the punter and the dribbler about how they feel the product is working for them because they are the best fucking yardstick. Literally, okay, here's a good one. After hearing about Good Day for for a few months on the pod, I decided to get some of it shipped over to Napier NZ, Aotearoa, to our brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. over there. To test it out for myself, and I wasn't disappointed. Having a kid who has just started school and another in the Petri dish they call daycare, as soon as they got sick, I would always get sick. A week into good day, one got sick, nothing. The next week, the other got sick. Again, I got nothing. A modern miracle, let alone having more energy throughout the day, so I couldn't recommend it more five stars. Bang, bang, bang. bang. Begoodhealth.com today, you punters and dribblers. The least you can do is have a crack and see how it works for you. least you can do. Why do people commit crimes? Do prisons really work? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. Popular demand, Eddie. Tom. Back by popular demand. <laughs> Three days off, short turnaround. It's a very short turnaround. Feels like I just saw you. It's a it's a relentless game, this podcast game, Tom. You can't be slipping for a moment. No, no days off. It's high octane, baby. But when you got to be, when you're the best, you just got to. You when you're the best, you got to come back in. You got to you got to keep. You got to wear it on the chin. You got to keep turning up. You got to keep turning up. It's like an origin period. You gotta keep turning up. You gotta keep turning up, and this is the time of year where you can't be, you can't, you can't take a day off, really. Not, not two weeks, three days out from the first Ashes test. No, exactly. And and whilst some some keen listeners might go, well, it seems like you took a few days off last week, and you know that would be true, but uh, that's not the point. Uh, that was uh, we had a good reason. That's and not, that's hey 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 hey. That's hey, not muddy the waters yeah, with yeah, semantics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're doing three days apart podcasts. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. And we had a couple of beers yesterday. Yeah, and we're not. We're, look, I'm not feeling too I'm, bad. I'm, yeah, but not. But I'm not feeling crash hot. But I'm not feeling great. You know what I mean? I, I tell you, I felt real bad yesterday after I left you. I feel like I'm in the the. Uh, no man's land, a little bit of purgatory. I mean? Yeah, a little purgatory. Not in heaven, not in hell. No, certainly probably closer to hell. <laughs> well, on the scale, on the scale. But I tell you what. So I mean, and we will get to the UFC two seventeen yesterday. But uh, but great day. It was a great day. But you, Eddie, and uh, the old fight game, Hamish Street Fighter Street. Yeah. Uh, we all went to to Eddie's place. Uh, one of the greatest cards I've ever seen. Yeah. 
And again, we will get to that. But we, we sat around. We were on the couch. We were on the day. pay-per-view. Just, just, just a couple of old bu- Bathurst buds hanging out. A couple of old Bathurst buds. Got, we got some breakfast. We got in early. The prelims started at 10 in the morning. so We, we were up and at them. We were up and at them. We had some breakfast. We got a case. And essentially went from brekkie roll coffee straight into an ice cold vibes. Yeah. That on was the bold. couch. It was bold, but, but needed to happen. I'd had, I'd had a Saturday off as well. So I'd... I'd prepped. In See, I round. hadn't. I didn't have a Saturday off. Mm. Doing it for my nation, but we sit there on the couch and just put away beers all day as we watched one of the greatest UFC cards of all time in terms of results and just crazy shit. Um, and also, you know, uh, narrative, narrative, but which, I, which is you know, which I is what, what I get around. I felt I felt crook as a as an old dog afterwards. I got home. The the missile one was like, "Do you want to go to dinner with uh, uh, to her mum's place?" And I was like, "You know what, like." I actually think I'm going to die. I can't be going anywhere at this stage. It was just a tough one for me on Sunday. You didn't go all, You didn't go to dinner, did you? No. no. I didn't go. I said no. Did you get Uber Eats for once? No, I didn't. Are you breaking that? I still haven't had Uber Eats. No. <laughs> I just, mate, I just made food at home. Made some chipolata sausages with some uh, broccoli and, uh, and avocado, mate. What geez, of it? that's bold cooking on a Sunday. Yeah, but I felt like some sossos. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's I don't know. That means a weird start to the podcast. I think we might just sort of just put it to one side, almost pretend like it didn't happen, not indulge in it anymore, and just get to talking some sport. Yeah, let's do that. Eddie, bit of league to kick off a podcast, something different. Yeah. Um, we never, well, never. you never usually open with, with league. We never usually start with league. The punters and the dribbles are quiet and said, you know what, guys? I think you could probably do a little more league. A little more league. So we're, we're, we're bowing to public opinion. Don't like to do it, but sometimes you got to. Mm. You're top of the heap. Um, so the Broncos, the Broncos just re-signed one-time NRL bad boy. Well, actually, one time's probably not a fair uh, characterization. Multiple NRL, multiple time uh, NRL bad boy. Mm, serial. Serial NRL bad mm. boy. Pin up for bad boys in the NRL, Eddie. Which, you Took know. it international. He's an international NRL bad boy. You may remember him uh, for going on a, a rampage through New York where he threatened the life of two young girls whilst he was out on a bender. They were trying to walk home. He was obviously just roaming the streets, disorientated and wild. Mm. Threatens their life. They try to escape inside an apartment. Yes, it's coming back to me. He then breaks into said apartment, assaulting the father of the house, bashing him while the kid, while yeah. the child sits in the in the bathroom with its mother. And apparently, and I quote this child, I don't want to die tonight. <laughs> So, so that could that could only be one man. That could only be one man. That's Matt Lodge. <laughs> Matt and Lodge. the reason I bring him up is I just like to congratulate the great man for re-signing <laughs> with another NRL club. He's had a couple of. He's had a couple. He's had. A, I don't know how long. He's had a bit of a time out of the game. Look, he's paid his dues. I mean, I'm sh- I'm surprised it's taken this long. Well, look, look. I think it's. I think it's probably. It's been a little unfair on Matt Lodge, quite frankly. I, I'm starting to think there was a bit of a fucking conspiracy yeah, against Matt. Like, there is a conspiracy against Matt. I mean, Who's got it in for him? I mean, what's the guy? This is one of the great rugby league men. Exactly. Tom. One of the real, he's apparently, and I mean, by all accounts, shitloads of talent. Because <laughs> you can imagine if he was if he was a bit of a park footy player, yeah. he'd be taken out the back and promptly shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the guy can play it. Oh, he can, he's a footballer, Tom. Wayne sees something in him. <laughs> He's got a bit of aggro. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can assume I think I think we can assume safe and sound that 
He's got plenty of mongrel in him. Got plenty of mongrel in him. That's what you need, though. You need you need a man that's prepared to to put his life on the line. Absolutely. And and his uh, freedom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? A man that puts his freedom on the line, Tom. Is is the guy you want at your club? That's a that's a man you want to maybe even give the C to, especially with a bit of a kick up the bum or a, or a spank from from Wayne from Bennett. Wayne, one of the great spankers. One Tom. of the great spankers. He's just spanking him into line, isn't he? Well, look, I think it's a tremendous signing. I think it, I'm really excited to see Matt back in the NRL. It's been too because, long. I mean, we've got a storied history, a storied history in this great league of 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 putting bad boys on a pedestal. And more often than not, they stand up. Well, look, he was put into the naughty corner for a little while. Yeah, but but, but, I but mean, we celebrate that sort of behaviour well, yeah. in the league, Tom, don't you we? Kind of, well, I, don't, I don't think we should shy away from who we are, Eddie. Grubs. Uh, but he's back now. Broncos, uh, one of the real... Uh, glamour clubs of the NRL. Well, certainly one of the certainly the glamour club north of the border. Tom. Yeah, so it's it, it's in the top three glamour clubs in in the league. I'd say it's I'd top say two. It's top two. I'd say top two. I'd say we've got Chooks and Bronx, mm. two glamour clubs. Storm obviously are a glamour club, but as soon but, as they but, lose, but the only because of the cattle. Yeah, only because of the cattle. Yeah, not enough history there. I don't think. No, and some of it's very murky. Well, that's true. It's a tainted. It's you know what some, I mean? There's a lot. There's some. There's some. Some dark times. There's down some. There's there. some. There's some very unglamorous I, history. But there. I'd, I'd certainly have them top two. Probably. Probably. Probably the rabbits third. Well, in terms reckon, of glamour. In terms oh, of, but they're a little more work and class. They're a bit more work and class. I'd say. I mean, look. I think. I think you can comfortably just go Roosters Bronx Glamour Club. Yeah. GCs, and then I'm not sure. Maybe just throw the Eagles in there and be done Seagulls. with it. Tom, did you happen to watch any of the Rugby League World Cup on the weekend? I watched very little of it, but I watched a half of the Aussies. I watched a bit of the Fijians yesterday, but overall, not a whole lot. Yeah, I didn't watch a whole lot either, but no. I did see something. So did I. I saw something that really took me. No, it took you. Well, it took the sporting world. I hope it took the punter and the dribbler, and if it didn't, then, you know, take yourself out the back. Straight out the back? Take yourself out the back. But it was the Samoa v Tonga game, Tom. Yeah. Uh, tremendous history there, passion, rivals. If I can be honest with you, don't know the score of the game or how it played out. Uh, Tonga got there, I think 32-18, something like that. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. But Tom. it wasn't about the score, Eddie, or the game as No, such. it wasn't. It was about league. It was Just about jagging up another win. Rugby league, the victor at the end of the day. Yeah. Just another win for the great game. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, obviously, I'm not talking to you. I didn't talk to the punter and the dribbler. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't see it, then I don't know if this show's for you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe just think about doing something else with your life because you're clearly not plugged into the certain sporting channels yeah. that we are. Yeah. Clearly, you don't maybe really... Church. Maybe church. Maybe church is for you. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's your calling. Maybe that's something for you because you clearly don't like sport. But maybe Look, just don't like on a, on a real base level. At the end of the day, you've got some you've got some creases, and they need to be on out. Exactly right. Problems, issues, get away from us. Stop listening. So what uh, we're referring to, as we dribble on, is the, just the harker. Probably the I would say the best harker I've ever seen. It is the greatest. And Eddie, while we talk about it and you explain it, I out of respect to our Tongan and Samoan listeners, I'd like to find the correct names for their respective dancers because I don't believe that it's called the harker. I think that is us. Basically, culturally appropriating mm. the New Zealand haka sure. onto these Tongan war dancers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was basically for the for the punter and the dribbler that that haven't yet seen it. 
Well, and, there's, and those that have, it, you know, it doesn't hurt to just to relive the moment. You've just got these two proud Pacific nations. Proud as fuck, just, Eddie. Just chock a block with, with really big, thick men. Some of the thickest men I've ever seen. Just tremendously big, thick men. And it's called, I believe, the Sippy Tau is the Tongan name for the dance. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Love the Sippy Tau. Sippy Tau. Love the sippy towel. So the Tongans were doing the sippy towel and the Samoans, as you continue, Eddie, while I look And for so it. you've just got these tremendously thick men, uh, I don't know, maybe 10, 5 metres away from each other, just going, so one team would de- would do one element of I their dance. I think you could say a simultaneous war dance. Well, that, but they sort of stop. It's all, it's, there's a level of respect there, though, Tom, because they sort of stop during certain elements and then start again once the other team's finished. Yeah, I was one They were going one for one. I was wondering whether how much how much orchestration there had been or like pre planning because it was like they they kind of knew when to let the other team have the floor. So we've got the Samoan uh the Samoan dance is called the Sivatao and the Tongan one is Sipitao. So I mean they're even names are similar. These guys are bloody they're 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 similar uh, you know Cultures, sure, and the the intensity, and not to mention the fact that there was a Samoan slash Tongan fucking fan brawl in Auckland a couple of days. Well, that was holding the game in Auckland was a masterstroke because yes. just the, there's a lot of Samoans and a lot of Tongas over there, and they were just dripping for this yarn. Oh, they were dripping. They were like they were the, like dudes the, with machines. That st- <laughs> that stadium looked electric. It did look electric. And if you couldn't get out of your chair with the, just the most immense throb on after that bloody. After that sippy towel and siver towel, then you got some. You got something terribly wrong, wrong with, you. with you. It's it was fucking incredible. It, it was, was spine so... tingling. I was actually, and although this may not be the uh, emotion one would expect to have it exhibit, it was. I, I felt emotional about it, but the dominant emotion. I was sitting on the couch. I had a gutful. I'll be honest. I had a yeah. gutful, <laughs> and I'd got home, and I'm watching it. And I was like, I started like laughing uncontrollably at how sick it was. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, as it just kept going. And then it's like, da 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 And the other team's going and I'm just like, I was blown away at how, as I was saying before, like well orchestrated it was, but also clearly couldn't have been unless they'd been practicing together, which I don't imagine they were. Well, I think it was just sort of like, Perfect. <laughs> it was just a moment, but maybe of it was perfection. But maybe it was as simple as just just break it up into four. But how do I know when that, when you when you stop? Do I just wait for a moment of silence? There's and like go, a t- there's a there would have been a, tell. a beat. There's yeah, like, like a, a beat. beat. Where it's like, yeah, but God, I know. I'm not I'm not in and around the war dance game, Tom. No, and you know what? We'd like to be, but unfortunately, not. it's just we're just we're not. not. We're not in and around that game. And maybe there are subtle tells once you immerse yourself fully into that world. Into the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, and you're seeing, like, seeing uh, Junior Paulo oh. stand up there for the to- uh, for the Samoans, just every bit an intimidating Islander man. But just dripping with pride and Dripping passion. with pride. Dripping with pride. <laughs> Absolutely dripping it. And now, look, that that is an example of just two cultures really... Absolutely nailing their respective demonstrations of culture but I think on the big stage. But I also think they know what they're about. Well, they absolutely know what they're about. You know That's what I mean? They know what they're about, and they they nail it. They nail it. Now, we we forgot to touch on this last week. 
Mainly because it was so terrible, it yeah. sort of slipped off into the, the ether. Well, it was buried. It was buried. And look, we need to touch on it just quickly because this Civitao and Sipitao, uh was so moving, amazing. Momentous? Momentous. The mm. greatest I've ever seen. I've never seen a moment like that before. And you've seen a couple. You're and, getting on. Mate, I'm getting on. I'm 30 as fuck almost in a couple of years. It's, it was, it's, it's the best I've ever seen. In terms of you're seeing two people, do, like there, there's been no better individual New Zealand Harker where it's just them doing it. There's been no better where two nations are coming together and geeing up. It was just fucking sick. And if you think there is a better one, send them in. Send them in because uh, you, you think I get sick of being awestruck? I don't. <laughs> I love it. So if there's something better that I haven't seen, I'd love to see it. Send them in. And if you send in your war dance, send in your war dancers. And if you haven't seen it, turn it off now. Now. What I want to say is, we, we didn't touch on this last week, but the amazing We're going to touch we on saw, it now. We're going to touch on it now. We're going to really touch on it. It was amazing on the weekend, but it just reminded me of how poorly the Australians missed the mark at the beginning of the series when they did their welcome to country. Now, just to, like, obviously I understand, and Tom understands, and I'm, I'm assuming the punter and the dribbler, we're just going to assume you understand that, that a welcome to a country and a war dance are two different things. Yeah, we're across we're, that. We're, we're across that. And yes, I think the, the, the welcome to country was, was a nice touch. It was a great idea. It was a great idea. The intention and I think, was great. Sure. And I think it's a step in the right direction because I know you and I have been calling for something like this for a long time. You know what I mean? Screaming for it. Screaming for it. Why, don't we, why, aren't we, why aren't we acknowledging our Indigenous peoples? You know what I mean? Why are we not doing that? It just it seems ludicrous that we're not, especially with some of that Indigenous talent we got uh, running around that league, Tom. Some of the Indigenous talent, like your, your GIs and your Thurstos, some of the greatest Indigenous players of all time uh, well, currently playing. Well, JT, the greatest player of all time, After arguably, uh, who also happens to be Indigenous. Like He's, he's a perfect example. He's, Let's... And that's why it was a little disappointing because it's like he's in the background, and he's saying some nice words, and it was a nice touch. But I mean, come on, it didn't get a, it didn't get the punter and the dribbler out of their seat. I'm sorry, it was it from, was it from from start to finish a train wreck. <laughs> it was a the, train wreck. It started. Wreck. It started. It's a welcome to country. Yes. Firstly, don't think it should have been. If I can get if I, if that's what a welcome to country no, no, looks but, like, but, then but no. Have a, have a welcome have to country. Have a welcome to country, and then have and then have a traditional Aboriginal war dance. <laughs> yeah. Don't have this be the welcome to country. It's it just started wrong. Well, it started right. Bit of didgeridoo, and it's panning up, and there's a dude playing didgeridoo. Then I see some sand shoes, and I'm like, well, hold on a second. Thought this was an indigenous thing. Yeah, pan up, you know, there's a guy in some some like tracky dacks. Well, not tracky dacks, some fucking pants and like a red jacket, speed dealer sunnies playing the didge. And I'm like, well, like, and what? Why isn't he? I thought, why isn't he dressed in like traditional indigenous fucking dress here? If this yeah. is this, it just doesn't. Hey, I, I, like I just doesn't make See, sense. It's half up. It just well because there's a there directly behind him is a guy dressed in traditional Aboriginal <laughs> dress, and I'm like, well, that's how you should be fucking dressed if this is a whole thing. Yeah, and then. Yeah, and then the, the the they're all in a circle, and I'm thinking, oh shit, this is about to kick this off. This is here. about to get this legit. Kick off. 100%. And then it's like, I don't know if it's. And then you can hear I, Smith I Cam, talking. I think Cam Smith stands he starts up. talking, and then goes like, "And we will rise." And then they all sort of stand <laughs> together, and you're like, "Okay, when's the fucking war dance going to start here?" And then it <laughs> yeah. does, it, and then Thurston comes on, and he's saying, and then, like, and then they all stand in the shape of a boomerang, and great. then th- sure. 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 And then Thurston's in the background saying some, some nice some words. Some nice things in a suit. Yeah. 
You look good. He looked great in a suit. Saying some nice words. Um, it was, uh, and it was all meaningful. But momentous. I feel like, but I feel like, having seen what we've seen since, that was the perfect opportunity to do something a little more in the opening game of the World Cup of the WC. Packed house down there at Amy Park. Something a little more traditional would have been nice. Well, I just think a little more, um, a little more dancing. You know what I mean? Like, and and maybe Tom, maybe maybe it's just a case of. Uh, you got to start somewhere, and we we couldn't expect um, these players to learn how to dance. Well, but not even that. We couldn't expect the sort of the gravita- gravitas. Is that yeah, the word? yeah, I guess that so. we saw out of out of some really seasoned, some dances. really seasoned dancers. You no. know what I mean? And these guys aren't seasoned. They're dancers. not seasoned, and it sort of reminds me of. It takes me back to the first. Have you ever seen footage of like the first New Zealand harkers? Oh yeah, it was it was abysmal, abysmal train wrecks. Yes. Do you know what I mean? They didn't they didn't put a lot of thought into it, and there wasn't a lot of passion. And maybe this is maybe we can look back and go wow. and go. Well, that was a starting point. You're never going to be good it in was your a, first it was go. A, it was a bed shit. It was a it was a bed shit. It was a legitimate bed but shit. At least, but at least we it was got a, the ball rolling. And again, love the intent. Love it. It was a great idea. But I tell you what kind of annoyed me was like, you know, if you do something, you give like constructive criticism, right? Sure. You have a crack and somebody goes, oh, well, this is what you did well. This is what you did poorly. This is how you can improve. Uh, I found that the media just reacted the way they felt they had to. Otherwise, they would be criticized. Well, because it's a it was PC a, Because it was. So like I literally saw on Fox Sports News, it was like the fucking video thumbnail for it. And then just the caption is like, goosebumps. <laughs> and I'm like- no, huh? Now, now you're lying. Now you're just lying to us. Yeah. It wasn't goosebumps. It wasn't even close to goosebumps. It was just there was a lot of silent, awkward moments in that thing. It wasn't at all like, wow, this is the, look what we're getting to see. This is. It was just this like, oh shit, and especially because they built it up as like the Aussies are going to do this thing before the game, and you're thinking, fuck, this, this could be really cool. I wasn't even. I didn't get to see it live. I was on a train, and I had mates who were watching it. And I was just getting these things coming up in WhatsApp. Just going, Jesus, can we stop now? Please stop. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is so uncomfortable to watch. Hey, you know what, Eddie? It's a, it's a start. But that's all. It needs to... <laughs> yeah. We it need needs to sippy tow it up a little yeah, bit. You know ooh, what I mean? They need to really sippy tow that up. Yeah. It needs to get. It needs to start growing vertical. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, That's yeah, the sort yeah. of the growth we need to see. We, out need, of this we yarn. need vertical growth. We need vertical growth. Forget exponential. No, we no. need vertical. vertical growth, and we need it yesterday. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar we do, Tom. Because if we want to rouse the nation and get the punter and the dribbler around this, you know what I mean. I'm talking about the nation I around. I think this. it's what our indigenous. Uh, First Nation peoples deserve. But off the back of that, you can start to, you know what I mean, Bre- bring recognition around Indigenous... Absolutely. Look, uh, let's not... Let's not needs. Well, look, we're let's not going to get into let's that. Let's not try and tackle that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just, let's just, let's just get it off the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It'd yeah. be a great initiative. Look, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Sometimes I forget how progressive we are. Yeah, we don't need to, we don't yeah. need to get stuck right into that <laughs> issue. I just think that's for other people to talk about. But you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> Hello again, Sydney. I'm Li Lin Chin. Remember, the train line between Epping and Chatswood is now closed, so it can be upgraded for the Sydney Metro Northwest. In the meantime, there's Station Link, a high-frequency bus service that takes you from station to station on seven different routes. I know it's a big change, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Plan your trip. Visit transportnsw.info. 
Authorised by the New South Wales Government, Sydney. Hasn't Mitch Stark just done a whole heap of work uh, to allay any... If, if there was any fear about Mitchell Stark's Red Bull work... Well, I don't think there has been for a couple of years. No. Not, certainly not since we got into it. No, no, absolutely. Not since we... Not since the days of us basically just taking him and aside. He wouldn't, he, wouldn't be, he wouldn't be the first bloke that we've, whose career we've turned around. No, absolutely. We've, turned around, we've turned around a shitload of careers, Tom. Yeah, and we don't want credit for it, but no, we're just making the fuck, point. No, we're, we're just, just making the point. Look, truth, truth is truth, Tom. Truth be told, we've turned some careers around. <laughs> we've ignited some careers, exactly. quite frankly. But look, used to be known almost exclusively for his white ball work, Tom. That's true. You know what I mean? Real master of the white ball. Mastered the white ball. Mastered the white ball. Uh, do I need to remind you of the first over of the whatever 2015 Cricket World Cup, Eddie? Do, uh, do you remember those three nuts he gave to McCullum? Yeah. Do you remember those three nuts? Three of the nastiest nuts you've ever seen. <laughs> that were the nastiest nuts I've ever Mate, been laid eyes on. Not since testicular cancer has anyone seen nuts that nasty. <laughs> not since Lance Armstrong's <laughs> not since nuts. Lance Armstrong's testicles. Lance would be like, nah, not those nuts. Give me the ones with cancer in them. <laughs> I want those, those ones I back. I want those ones I'm back. Evan Mitchell's nuts. I'm not facing those nuts, please. <laughs> not three of those bad boys. <laughs> three of those fucking things. So, yeah, Mitch has been informed. That his white ball work, some seriously uh, dirty Nazis that he was offering up. <laughs> now, since that World Cup, he's managed to parlay white nut work into really, really good red nut work. Really solid red nut stuff. And now his red nut stuff's so solid. Well... It's it's he's he's now it, he's he's entered the promised land yeah. largely yeah becomes the nineteenth New South Welshman Tom uh, and I'm, well, I haven't looked at the list but I think it's fair to say that there'd be some motherfuckers on that oh, list oh yeah some <laughs> yeah. real motherfuckers you know what I mean yeah, yeah absolutely some real some real nut throwers oh dude some of the, some of the nastiest nut throwers <laughs> you've seen you know what I mean so he gets his hat trick today first of his career uh, playing for the great state of New South Wales against uh, the Western Australians yep. Uh, and just he just gets it with with again three jaffers all all Yorkers all Yorkers loves a Yorker lives for him lives for a Yorker I think it was two two bold one LB that's correct bold LB bold close out the innings as well I mean just a nasty motherfucker yeah nutslinger <laughs> a nutslinger he's a fucking nutslinger he's a nutslinger but you know what he's 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 uh, he is just undoubtedly just spearhead for your nation. He's the Australian fast bowler. Yeah, we got Cummins. Yeah, we got Hazelwood. <laughs> Love them both. Respect them both. But, they're, they're, but there's only one they're, they're, real. They're, they're a supporting role. They're a supporting largely. role. There is no. There's only one wild, wild west nut slinger. Yeah, and that's Mitchell Stark. When he rides into row into into that first Ashes up at the Gabba. Yeah, you know. On, the, on his steed, exactly like, right. You, you, you best know, be ready for what he's bringing. Exactly, and he and it's one fifty, one fifty nut slinging, one fifty nut slinging, and that's that's on a that's when he's down on pace. I, you know what? I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him at twilight on a on a little bit of a green top down there at Adelaide in that day nighter. Yeah, like good luck launching. Launching some just mean, just some nasty mean, stuff like illegal, illegal in many countries. Oh yeah, Tom. absolutely. You know what I mean? Frowned upon. Frowned upon. Frowned upon. No, Frowned. like outlawed. Outlawed. Literally illegal. Straight up outlawed. But he, he, I, 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 I predict, I predict that he, that he really channels his inner Mitchell Johnson. Yeah. Probably been watching a lot of tape outside, uh, out of the last Ashes we had down here, the five 0 triumph. I'd hope so. The five 0 triumph. Tom. Oh yeah, yeah. 
uh, and I certainly hope he's trying to channel that he's in, in Mitchell Stark, but also he's in inner... Mitchell Johnson. Mitchell Johnson, thank you very much. He's he's but also channel his inner uh, Australian fast bowler. Yes, you know what I mean. He really needs to channel that. Channel channel your your Australian fast bowler and grow the mo. Like, I, need I want to see, see you in a mo. I need to see you with a moustache. I need to see you just channel your inner Australian fast bowler. I need to see you in a mo on 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 November twenty. That being said. He's not doing anything to make me feel uncomfortable right now, so I'm also going to allow him to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, sure. But like, if he came to me and goes, "I don't want to grow a mo," I'd go, "Mitch, you know what, buddy? You've done enough for you know you've got the you've got the uh, the money in the bank, so to speak. You got the chips, sure. Whatever the terms are. If you're not are, comfortable in it, if you're not you do comfortable you in it, if you're not comfortable in the mo, that's fine. But but I'd prefer you be in one. Oh, absolutely. I prefer you don and mo. As I, I would not lie to you and pretend like I'm comfortable with a barren upper lip. I'd love a mo. <laughs> yeah. But but if you're not prepared to do it, you just got a hat trick. Your white ball works untouchable. Your red nut slinging is literally untouchable. So, mate, just live your life. Bowl fast for Australia. Looking forward to seeing you play. Ah, stinging for it, Tom. Stinging for it. And, and but also just to just to touch on that bowling attack. I mean, it's nasty that bowling attack. We it's got. not bad. Hazelwood, the he's country he's, boy. Well, Pidge. Pidge two point oh. Pidge reincarnate. Pidge reincarnate. The car. The 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 bloody. Where's he from? Uh, oh, he's from uh, he's from Tamworth. Tamworth. <laughs> he's a Tamworth boy. My apologies, Hazelwood. I mean, he can put it on a sixpence, Tom. Uh, he he loves it. Put a handkerchief down, or put a bloody uh, an echidna down, a silver echidna. Put down an echidna. Just put one down, and just watch watch, watch bloody, him hit that echidna. Watch him time. hit it into the turf. And then you got you got old blue eyes in uh, in Paddy Cummins. Love those blue heart eyes. Heartthrob. He's oh, definitely the heartthrob of the side. One hundred percent. Not that, just the bowling attack. The no, whole no, side. No, no, no. That tall strapping lad with those blue eyes. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's the heartthrob. The bluest eyes you ever did see. Now you know where he's from. He's from uh, he's from the mountains. Blue mountains. Love that. Eyes to match the mountains. You know what I mean. He would have got the chain down every arvo. The only thing bluer than those mountains are his eyes, and that's a fact. Pete. Grounded, humble people come very, out of the mountains. Very humble, very grounded. Loves slinging nuts. Doesn't mind playing second fiddle. He just wants to be out there. He's been injured to fuckery, <laughs> to buggery, mate. I don't know if fuckery is a word, but we'll go with it. Look, he was injured, mate. He, he was came he back. Was, he he was, got was, injured. He came back. He was almost prodigal. You know what I mean? When he yeah. when he first burst on the scene. Remember that tour in South Africa? Hit the winning runs. Bowled his. No, all that harder. was in Australia. It no, was, it was down in Tasmania, I believe, and oh, I think he came. It was against scene. South Africa. It was against South Africa, I think, in, in South Tasmania. Africa. No, when he first came to the season, I'm talking 2009. Yeah, his very first test, pretty sure, it was in Tassie. Uh, he got a fiver, hit the winning run. That was in South Africa. That let's Google in, it. That, let's, was in, that was in South Africa. Let's have an on-air Google. Punters and Dribblers podcast, always brought to you by Neds. We shout out our good friends at Neds. They bring you about even the number one betting show on planet Earth. The betting show, all other betting shows, try to copy. That's right. If you were only listening to this, Eddie was... Doing a Hamish Street doing suck Doing a Hamish Street degeneration. Like suck it across <laughs> his uh, joints. Oh, he's good. Uh, he is very shout good. Shout out to Hamish. Not part of the shout raid, just a shout out to if him. If you were following along on the Ned's profiles this week, you would have seen me hitting civilian bets. You would have seen Tobler hitting civilian bets. But we don't want you to follow Tobler. In fact, we want you to unfollow Tobler. But Ned's is where you go if you like to have a punt. Thank you to Ned's again, once again, for supporting everything we do here at Hello Sport. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. That was in South Africa. Hey, look, 
I think that the important thing here is that we're both happy to be wrong. But I will be furious if I am. Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins debut. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm pretty... I'm going to say it was in Hobart and David Warner may have also got a century. Uh, so he, deb- he debuted against South Africa, 17th of November, 2011. Where at? Where at? Yep, Johannesburg. Ah, oh, fuck! A-League, Eddie. Loving your A-League. Loving my A-League. Did you, are you going to, did you, did you catch on the league? Who's your favourite player? Uh, what was the thing that we, I think we forgot to touch on this last week, but bloody King Dribble, the bloody, the rugby union Dribbler. Obsessed dribbler. <laughs> Fucking tags in something where it's like rugby league's not recognised as a real sport or some shit. <laughs> and what's it recognised as an international sport? Yeah, right. Look, I'm, I'm not going to go into semantics here because I didn't read the article. No, Couldn't be bothered. Uh, no. Oh, thanks for tagging me and thanks for wasting more of my time <laughs> not recognising international sport. Well, mate, if rugby is the international sport here between the two codes, why the fuck don't we know anything about any rugby uh, rugby union player? Why are all the rugby union players former leagueies? <laughs> Or current league, he's just wasting their lives. <laughs> Why is that? If your rugby union's your real sport, good questions. Answer me that one. Riddle me that one. Dribble. You're getting a little hot out of the collar. I'm getting. Look, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull that back. I'm going to calm myself down. I got a little aggressive there. I saw red. Dribble. If you're hearing this, I'm sorry. I'm not really sorry, but I'm sorry to the other listeners. You have to hear me. I'm sorry you had to hear me tear strips off someone like Dribble, but it was his fault. I'm sorry for dribble, you know, and I'm sorry that we allow this guy <laughs> any airtime on this fucking podcast. So UFC 217 yesterday, we had an absolute squirter of a day in terms of enjoying ourselves and enjoying the spectacle of what some... The question was at least asked after this UFC to a Dana White. They go, is that the greatest card of all time? And he was like, look, we've had some fucking serious cards. I don't, I'm not going to say it was one of the greatest, but it was certainly one of the greatest of all time. It was a ball terror, Tom. Absolute ball terror. And uh, there were so – Dana, again, to, not to literally just quote his entire post-fight press conference, but it was like – he said, the sport is a – is uh, you know made up of holy shit moments. Yeah, and he's fuck like, yeah. he's like that card was just a holy shit card. He was like, every time I was getting up to go up into the octagon after a fight, he just said that like everyone around him was just going, holy shit, I cannot believe what I've just seen. And nothing exemplifies that more than the fact that the three main title fights, all champions lost, and the big dance. the big big dance middleweight GSP returning after four years out of the sport a moving great, up a weight class a already a great in the weight division to welterweight division moves up to take on Bisping and after four years out of the sport four four that's almost a, five, that's a fucking long time a man. long time uh, he basically came back and for the first two rounds looked as good as ever has if he not had, better has he had any fights in that time no fights just training. No fights anywhere. No fights. Like, do you reckon he would have had some legit real fights in training? Well, only to a degree, but not, not, no. So no. He, like, he hasn't had a fight. No, he legit hasn't. But, but he's like, but he also says that's that, ridiculous. But he's always like, he's always like, martial arts is not about the man who has the bigger balls. Isn't this what he said after the yeah, fight? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It is about the man who has the bigger brain, who is more intelligent and can use the uh, set up traps, set up traps, <laughs> set up the trap. And like, and so you know, and also they were speaking about martial arts when you're training for a camp you don't really get better it's the times when you're not tr- when you're not preparing for a camp when you're preparing for like a fight you're basically just trying to get really good at the things you already know 
And when you're just training, that's when you can try new shit and sort of work on stuff. So he's had four years essentially to just try shit and like work on it. He Fuck came yeah. back looking good, looking thick as a bitch. Looking thick as a bitch. Looking, <laughs> looking, looking really, really good. Yeah. You and know what I mean? started to slow a little bit at the end of the second. And we were going, oh, this could be. Well, this I, was could having, be where... I was having Connor flashbacks. When Connor was at Welter and he would just gas like a motherfucker. Yes. But he held it together really well. Yes. And then came back and he's, he's dropped Bisbing, come in, he's ground and pounding him. And then this was the trap he's talking about. So he's ground and pounding Bisbing and then Bisbing's trying to get up. So rather than try to hold him down, he moves away from Bisbing. So Bisbing sort of dazed and thinks that he's now got room to get up. So he just sort of starts to move and then George just takes his back and chokes him out, gets his arm around his neck and just chokes him out. Yeah. You've got to set the trap. Bisping just been a fucking, just a, an animal. Ticker. Chock full of ticker. Just refuses to tap. No. He's like, no, I'll I'll just go out. You just choke me out, mate. Just choke me out. I'm not, if you think I'm tapping, you've, you've lost your mind. You obviously don't know who I am. I'm I'm an, I'm an animal. Absolute animal. I'm blind in one eye. Yeah. Choke me out. Choke me out. Choke me out and be done with it. It was loose, loose, Tom. Great day. Becomes the fourth fighter in uh, UFC history to have uh, to be a champion in two different weight divisions. Fuck yeah! Also impressive. Very impressive. And it leads to a very potentially uh, throbbing battle between GSP and our boy Aussie Rob Whitaker. Our boy Aussie Rob. Uh, Dana said that that'll be the that, that that'll be that he'll stay at middleweight. Yeah, I hope he does. Who knows? Give it to our boy. Give it to our boy, Aussie Give it Rob. to our boy in Perth. Aussie Rob. Give it to Aussie Rob. It'd be nice. Let's get around that, party people. Let's get around our boy Rob. Hashtag Aussie Rob. You got the great Michael Diamond behind you, actually. Michael Diamond's in a bit of hot water, actually, at the moment. What's he done? Uh, very strong facial, very strong soul patch, though. <laughs> Uh, sorry, just thought of a new segment. Great soul patches in world sport. Michael Diamond, top of the list. Yeah, love it. Dude, that is a fucking violent soul patch. Do yourself a favor, punter dribblers. Just go Google. Oh, oh Michael yeah. Diamond's soul patch. That's a lot of soul there. That's plenty of soul. That's gold at, at Sydney stuff. That is. That's gold soul. Could you two just not talk anymore? Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details.